Are you ready for your punishment, slave? I sometimes scream out, no. When really, I mean, yes. Yes, yes! And this is why we have the safe word. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. She's not a Christian! Jason Rouse, welcome to the uh, Safe Word Podcast. Uh, Safe Word. I'm here with my good friend and colleague, uh, Alan Park. Long time no see, it Jason. It has been some good. time. Let's do some oh, of that. We're, we're, we're shaking hands. hands right now. Can't see that. That's not for you. I just came uh, earlier today. I was doing a podcast. Uh, I was on Danko Jones' uh, podcast. Okay. Are you familiar with yeah. Danko Jones? And we were discussing uh, art in Europe and uh, and also in North America and how art, yeah, like yeah. as a performer, as a Canadian artist, and how much more receptive we are in various places. But you're in a kind of unique platform with Air Force, where you're in this kind of well, the Royal Canadian Art Air Force. Yeah, so yeah. It's a, it's a kind of a. a not a lot of people get to go through those channels. Yeah, you don't get a lot of good sleep every night. And there's not a lot of turnover. The cast are pretty, you yeah. know, cemented in. Yeah, well, today we just had a 40th anniversary, for crying out loud. That's for, insane. For the... 40. For 40 the... Years. Uh, uh, 40 years ago today, whenever this airs, uh, December 9th, was the first uh, Royal Canadian Air Force radio broadcast. What do you need, a pen? No, no, I had a, a, a notepad. <laughs> note. Your note? I had it. I had some questions. But you already asked me the question. <laughs> oh, no, I had a... You had more? professional oh, now. It's all gone in the shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I can just anticipate the questions you were going to. Well, I was getting into how we initially met. You were one of the first... Oh, in Vancouver. ...comedians I saw, and... Uh, in Vancouver, uh, at the the, the the prestigious the yuck uh, yuck next to the rage, yeah. where, when the headliner <laughs> the was on the nightclub sure. fire up, yeah, it was the worst. It was because you would see go next door after the show and you don't have to pay and uh, just just show up there. And so all the you know suburban retards would come in yeah. to, to, and, and just be a nuisance to mm. the whole stand-up show. And then well, the the stand-up show was effectively uh, not actually, but it seemed as though it were designed to be the holding tank for the late night yeah. drinking uh, at the other club yeah. that, that the same guys also own, and they couldn't care less. That was yeah. fine with them. They had a, a holding tank they put people in there and then you know they would uh, they just shovel them over to the other side where the money would come in and it was it was like they get a little lore of the flies in there on occasion yeah you get drunks yeah. fucking douchebags sit in the back and then like comedy fans would be somewhere somewhere in the, in the closer floor yeah it was it was beautiful room nice layout great sure but what a what a because I I'd started that was my first time I ever did stand up was in Vancouver and uh, was that your first room that one that was my first thing yeah really I, I started so with big. Seth Seth Rogen oh, okay it was me Seth Mike Jetty and you're on an amateur night or something we were doing a, a comedy workshop right and then uh, we went on to do Seth made movies and uh, I tried to talk myself out of suicide in uh, in Hamilton. <laughs> You talk yourself into suicide? No, no, no. Out I'm of kidding. it. I'm kidding. I'm just juxtaposition. Well, I had to check. He said Hamilton. It could go either way. 
Yeah, but that's becoming less and less of a, a factor. Have you been there lately? Hamilton? They're cleaning it up. They, yeah, there was a rumor they were going to clean it up, and that was already too laughable for me to even chuck a visit to get. Alan, take They've the time. cleaned it up. <laughs> take the time. Okay, all right. Just take a stroll. Sure. Leave the family. That's probably about 10 years before you can take your kids. The one-way streets. I've never had a problem with them. As a visitor, I think it's great. You get where you want to go right away. Yes, it, unless you're uh, coming from Oakville and you've never been in the city And then you, yeah, you, you got a hook jackass in a Mercedes sure. having road it's rage all in front of a Tim Hortons. For people that are heading east, it's good stuff. Yeah. Everybody else, it's no good. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's unique a, to Hamilton, I guess. People when were you last there? Oh, uh, geez, about a week ago. Oh, okay. I, so I, more I recent than myself. And then all the industrial areas is is any major city I find in North America that I've been to is uh, gentrified. Are you talking about under the skirt of a streetwalker in Hamilton? Is that what you mean <laughs> when you say no? Uh, the business areas, the, the uh, indu- like the um, industrial areas. Yeah, the old warehouses and shit. Oh come on, do well, we have to use that kind of euphemism? <laughs> Was she that big? <laughs> really, the old warehouse? <laughs> nice. It's not like a wet basement. Really all nice. The time. Okay, but they're do coming in. They're putting money in there, and they're they're fixing it up. I think all the mob, the mob, the mob, involved. the mob, the Hamilton mob. Sure, I, I, sure. and they don't get a lot of credit. No, they help. They don't get Rejuvenate. a lot of credit. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they're pretty quiet. Like you always hear about the Montreal mob because they pulled off the Olympic thing uh-huh. that, that they're still paying for, right? Yeah. But uh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, but uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, Hamilton mob. They're, I'm gonna have to go have a look. Yeah, definitely. They, take a look. The new club uh, on your say so. The new Yuck Yucks open up there. It's doing better than the uh, the Montreal club. They closed. Yeah, last month. I was, Seven uh, weeks. That was, did you uh, did you get in there? I was the second last. Oh, you I, did get in. Yeah. How was it? It was good. People show up. It was. It was. The numbers were like the room, yeah. room was good. Uh, the the, uh, the older couple that owned it. It was just. You, are you telling me it wasn't a smash success in just under two months? In a uh, an orthodox really? neighborhood oh, wow. in Montreal. I would have thought that would be a sure bet. I had to run in with the police. Uh, <laughs> oh, why you, you were working? talk about fucking Gestapo cocksuckers. Right. Is this, don't tell me you're on stage with this. No, 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 no. Okay. I was walking through uh, okay. the city on a, on a Saturday night, and this, I, um, I, I was walking towards the crosswalk, and I had a couple of comp Manolis and Hunter were behind me, and... Uh, I'm walking down. Uh, I step about about three good strides off the sidewalk during the the hand flash. Right. Do not cross. And I and I, I out of the corner of my eye, I gambled and I lost. What happened? So I take a couple strides and then this cop comes in strong arms back on the sidewalk. Yeah. And then starts yelling at me in fucking French. And I know he's he and I clearly said to him, I don't speak French, which And this was in Hamilton? This was no in Montreal. <laughs> okay, right. I can't believe this. They story. burn him as a witch if Already. speaking French yeah. in Hamilton. Pardon, monsieur. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Okay, so you're in Montreal, okay. So he, the guy uh, he strong arms me on the sidewalk and by this time he's yelling at me. He's yeah. trying to he's trying to bully me and I'm I know killers and I'm not afraid of a fake uh, right. guy. Fake killer. A fake a killer. killer. Yeah, and uh, he's not going to do anything to me. So I'm kind of maintaining my composure and accepting his his uh, tone of questioning. But at the same time, I'm explaining to him I do not speak French. Right. Which is exacerbated. Exasperated. Exacerbated. Exacerbated. Yeah. The situation. Yeah, sure. And Hunter, you're disobeying him. Hunter Collins, uh, local. <laughs> Speak yeah. French, write English, you know, even does a stand-up in French. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him. Fluent. 
and um, kind of leans in and, and is more or less explaining to this right. pop who knows, obviously, that I don't speak English because he speaks English and French. But he's a chose to be a fucking prick through this whole fucking process. Right. And he's, he's getting in my face, getting gnarly with me, and telling me where's my, uh, my driver's license. I've never driven a car in my life. Well, where's your passport? I go, we can go to the hotel. Oh, you think you're smart? We go to the hotel. You want to go in the back of the car? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? What fucking year is this, man? Right. And he, he continues to get gnarly with me. And uh, continues to uh, just be a re- super aggressive and trying to more or less get me to lose my shit so I yeah. in turn go to jail. Right. He keeps bringing up jail. He keeps bringing up the fact that I might go to jail for taking three steps off of a sidewalk during a street that people were running back and forth on. It was a drunk Saturday night in Montreal. Right, right. Do you think anybody's... Like any night. The fucking crosswalk? Are you serious, man? Yeah. Out of all the things I've done in my existence, you're going to grab me on this one. Right. <laughs> this is where it all falls apart. And I'm kind of giggling to myself, and I got fucking Dumb and Dumber working as my negotiators, Manolis and Elroy. Right. And um, Hunter's being as diplomatic as it was a fiasco. Anyway, he takes down my mother's address. He's gonna. I, I'm assuming I'm gonna receive. Oh. And then he's like, blah blah blah. I go, what? What are we? What's happening? Are you taking me to jail or? Are you giving me a ticket? I can take the ticket. How much is the ticket? It's like seven forty-seven dollars. In my head, I have friends that are millionaires, and you're really going to bully me with a forty-dollar ticket. <laughs> like, let's go the distance with this. Let's do. The, let's put me in the electric chair. I need the press. Right. Anyway, fuck that guy. It really turned me off the, the, the city too. The way I was treated, in the sense that uh, yeah. when people ask me when I do travel, they go, "Where do you want to?" Where should I go in Canada? I go Montreal in the summer. Fucking great, you know. That, but now you don't recommend it. Now I can't. Now I, it's it's less a sour taste in my mouth. Right. Now I gotta say Winnipeg out of spite. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's like there's always a, an asshole at the party. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I I don't really want to go into it too much because this is public information here. Right. Right. But, <laughs> but you were you born in Vancouver? How did you Here. end up there? What you, how old were you in um, 96? I don't know. I didn't know this was going to be hard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I was, you were in your uh, 30s? 20, uh, yeah, 30, uh, 33. 33. Yeah. And you, you kind of, uh, you and Craig Campbell, you know, Sean Collins, mm-hmm. Tom Stade. Right. Um, Talmadge. Glenn Wool, Talmadge. Um, uh, there was about a half a dozen of you guys, all completely different, and mm-hmm. all still had maybe mass. Yes, definitely mass. Um, still kind of had a, uh, you're just fucking good fuckers, and there was a lot of pricks in that whole scene. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of full-on assholes. And uh, I remember seeing Talmadge at Vancouver. It was the first time I ever seen somebody get standing ovation. Mm. He come out in his little shiny suit with his arms crossed and go into his gay character and then the reveal, you know, boom, huge applause yeah. and go into it from there. Uh, I think you were on the show. I want to say Wilmot, but I think I saw him later. I remember seeing Donnie. Hey man, I'm from Hamilton too. Donnie Coy? Yeah. At the uh, Vancouver. Vancouver? Yeah, and he couldn't give a fuck. I was heartbroken. Huh. I, was, I hadn't even been on stage yet and I heard that cat in the hat from Hamilton, Ontario. 
Donny Coy. I was like, oh man, Donny Coy, golly, Mister, get out of here. It was like uh, W.C. Fields, you know, get out of here, kid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that whole uh, crew of guys are, are still in the game mm-hmm. and doing quite well in various uh, different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who are some of the guys that you watch in, in the Canadian circuit? Because I don't know, you know, Kenny and maybe a couple other. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Stuart Francis, mm. he and I were friends for a long time. Now he's a big star in England, Spain. Yeah. yeah the phone never rings. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, he's a great guy, and we used to do, uh, I remember the first time I uh, worked with him. He was, yeah, uh, I could see you guys really gelling together, like yeah. complimenting. Yeah, it was and great. Not trying to upstage, but it's like we can fucking handle this. Shit. Yeah, like I, that, I remember the time. Now this was um, almost twenty years ago. I think it was '94, and we were in uh, Edmonton, and he was hosting, <laughs> and I was middling. And uh, yeah, there was a ventriloquist. Headliner. Who, Otto and George? Mm-mm. Canadian? No, no. His name is John. <laughs> and he's going to kill me when... Yeah, the puppet's name is John, yeah. He's going to kill me when I forgot his last name. But it's been a long time, John. Long time. But yeah, we had a good time. And we, we would have a good time together. We would kill time. We, we became friends pretty quick. Uh, Stuart Francis and I. Yeah, it was cool to run into him and like Campbell and they had a handful of other guys in England. You know, we'd be on the same shows and stuff. I, I took, uh, me and Stuart were booked, uh, we did Belgium together mm. and uh, also um, we did a, a rock festival in, in uh, Holland. Uh, the Lowlands Festival. Yeah. And one of the bands was the, the on the lineup was Tool. Wow. And I said, Stuart, you know, I know this is, uh, I wouldn't pull you along if I didn't think that you'd get grab onto this. And I said, come and check out this band tool. It's something like, my tool, you know. Mm. He's like, hey, you know, Stuart's relatively open Stuart? guy. Yeah. <laughs> I so can just imagine him. He kind of stumbles into the That would be an effort of the day, getting him to go to a tool concert. Now Stuart is a, a tool. Right in. Yeah, he, he was dug it. He dug it. He was like, this guy's amazing. This yeah. is what a performance, all the visuals. What does this mean? Oh, yeah. it, it was very cool. I liked how uh, Yeah, it's a good reaction. I like doing the, the music-related things. That seems to be my audience, people, and the, the music end of uh, things for as an audience. Music festivals mm-hmm. um, and, and musicians alike tend to really get what I'm doing a little more than... Like, I had horrible shows at the uh, Toronto Club the weekend after uh, Halloween. Recently. Yeah. yeah. It was awful. Really? Yeah, awful. I just, I just was not... Uh, I do. I was recording my comedy album on the uh, Saturday. It's terrible. I had to go... I had to do uh, damage control and get a sound guy last minute and record Saturday night in Ajax. So... Wow. And I show it that I, uh, I kind of... Am, you know, working towards this, this is a night. I sent out a huge mailing list. Mm-hmm. Fucking, ugh. I think I picked it. I assume if it was close to Halloween, I get this overspill of the the weirdos. You know, the kind of uh, but horror based kind of people, comic book nerds and psychopaths. And wow. uh, I got old white people and me in a room that was half full. It was fucking oh, terrible. Oh man, how sad! Terrible, terrible. Mm. 
So I get in the recording I wanted, and um, it worked out. But we'll see. We'll see. It's hard to find my audience now in uh, in Canada. Like the, I think the best shows that I had were uh, in like Newfoundland, St. John's, mm-hmm. Halifax. The, I think the. Um, I've talked about this before. I think the middle class as an audience is being absorbed between the rich and the poor. I think everything about the middle class is being absorbed between the rich and the poor. Yeah, I think the gap is widening. I think the middle class is disappearing as a thing. Why Why do you think that is? I don't know. I'm not as politically savvy as you. As well, I think it's going on because you don't have any correction the, the entire system is, is based on money. And that's an, uh, that's a bit of a vague statement. It's based on the perception of money. So, of what money is, most people don't even know what it is. Most how, people wouldn't how, even understand how, is, how it goes. How but, has this idea been so imprinted on us? Like, it is God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How, it says so in it the has, States. It has no backstory on it. It says so in the States, yeah. in God we trust. Yeah. And you're looking at the money that says this. It's this pyramid. is the God. Mm-hmm. What is, like, have you done any, because I've been, uh, people have introduced uh, some chain emails and stuff to me with, uh, you know, hidden messages and symbolism in different currencies and things like that. Mm-hmm. Don't you think if there was enough fingers being pointed that they would kind of recoil on some of their, uh, how blatant it is? Because what does, uh, these certain, there's a blatant, certain images are not have nothing to do with American ideals or anything. Why is that in place on currencies? Yeah, it's, it's that's a good question, and I only have a theory for an answer for that. I don't have the answer. I might have the answer. Because something that's so sewn into the, the, the country, there would be no gray area for, oh, let's just throw a couple of unicorns on the side and see how that plays out. No, 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 this is money. There's yeah. no goofing around with... But the guys that control it, the guys that decide where it goes and how they use it, they performed a massive, uh, uh, unmistakably gigantic fraud several years ago, and and no one has done any time for it. So kind of fraud. The 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 whole uh, 2008 collapse with governments, you know, uh, giving money to corporate, like public money to. Taxpayer money to private corporations rejuvenate and, their business, and they still keep doing. And they still do it. Well, how many? How far do you think people are going to be forced civil war? Well, that's the question, because more and more people are realizing what's going on. More and more people are waking up to it, I believe. But when do you hit the point where all hell would be? Well, what torn is, the, under? is the end game, Mad Max? It could be. You know what I mean? It, it really, yeah. you gotta, that, there's no movies not, uh, you know, it will come down to food and water and fuel. Yeah, it could be that, indeed. It could be that. Um, but, you know, it, every time I think it might be that, it, it just keeps getting pushed and delayed and further kicked down the road because, I mean, these cats can't even keep their own timetables together, you know, of, of when they want to move things in. Have you been comparing calendars to like prophecies and things like that? Do you follow any? No. Is it Rasputin? There is a lot of um, an ability to follow the prophecies with the uh, the political. I don't tend to do it very much, other than when I'm thinking about the Temple Mount. Temple Mount. Temple Mount in uh, in Israel, which is meant to be 
rebuilt as a mosque and as a a Jewish temple and of course they're fighting over the ground and when that, so when that like stuff gets so it's like KFC and Taco Bell yeah. when they, they bring those franchises together yeah a little to more share their lease a little less grease with uh, Taco <laughs> Bell and <laughs> and KFC I guess a little less uh, heart clogging I have grease no, with them I have but no yeah. interest I think when the aliens do come and they will again and again and again um they're gonna look, look. Religion is gonna look back as a as a, as a comic yeah, What book. are you guys doing? Yeah. And why are you still? I don't know. It'll be like grown ups. Yeah. yeah like yeah. you're stick. You're 26 years old, and you're you trying to tell me that Santa Claus yeah. is really coming here tomorrow. Come on. I know. That's what it's like. It is. It is so. There's so much nonsense. Yeah. Blatantly, it's like a hammer. I, I don't. Really, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I really don't. That's another this discouraging thing about. I, it's kind of put me off of having uh, a family of my own. I really don't see a lot of uh, motive to uh, introduce another human being I know into the, this mess. To the ride, I know. Well, that that yeah, but that to answer your question earlier, what you said, how do you even you know go on? And I said the line is drawn for me at fatherhood. Yes, because had I. Let, talk about how I got to fatherhood or, you know, everybody's got their little journey about how they got to fatherhood. I'm at fatherhood. So I became a father and that, more than anything else, is the thing that often, you know, gives me the propulsion to continue to work for the good thing. Whereas if I didn't have a kid right now, it's very possible that I would be perhaps eating, <laughs> perhaps eating a gun, perhaps... Uh, Something a little less uh, colorful, but something uh, equally dark. I think that is having a child does bind you to this planet and its its longevity a little more. Opposed yeah. To, uh, you know, there's not a lot of guys with eight kids shooting up schools and stuff. True, but you're right to say though, and and I, I know I absolutely include myself in this group of horrendous people. We are passing down. Uh, uh, a completely degenerated state of how things ought to be and uh, you know at what point did they go <laughs> is, is this the way yeah. you wanted it to yeah. be when you handed it over to yeah. us yeah it's like somebody made a, made a drew a really good painting and then started, everyone started just copying it and whitewashing yeah. it trying to sell it as the same painting it's not true no, no but it's all faded and there's holes in it now and this isn't working and everything's the same it's all cookie cuttered out I mean it's a little more uh, uh, bohemian looking down here but it really is about the the Quiznos and the Subways and the, every town, you got your Casey's and your Kelsey's and your Coosies and your Cocos and they're all the same. They all serve the same yeah. food with the special no curly brands. onion rings and the curly fries and they got the veggie burger <laughs> version of that that tastes just like me. Are you sure this isn't a regular burger? No, no, that's our veggie. Wow, it tastes just like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got those going on. But they're all the same. Casey's, Kelsey's, you know. And... Uh, I don't know. You just have to know, like, who sports bars with sports bars, a, a steakhouse nailed yeah. on the side of it. Yeah, and it's like this is this is classy. This is it. This is a holding pen for sports retards that like yeah. eat. Watching the know. game tonight down at Candlington, Kinpinson's. That's another thing. I never got into sports, man. You never did. Never did. Yeah. I, I went to school across from Iverwood Stadium. Yeah. Um, a lot of the guys that I just fucking didn't dig as people growing up were, were athletes. Oh yeah. And I was, I was always, uh, 
athletic, but it was always uh, like skateboarding and, and BMX right. and stuff. Where that, they, you didn't have to show up with $400 worth of hockey equipment right. to play with your friends. You know, you, you got a skateboard and you went down the park and whoever was there. That's it. That you're was, in. That was done. Yeah. That's why basketball does well with in yeah. inner city, too, because you don't need much, right? Just uh, shorts and... Uh, but who wants to be on a fucking team anyway? Yeah. Really? Your name on the back and a number? It looks like a, a kind of almost a, a visionary New World Order type scenario, you know? <laughs> Let's everyone get the, this uniform and we're all going to line up here and the people are going to cheer and uh, we're going to kill ourselves slowly with concussions and drug abuse. Right. And to throw a little scandal in there, you know, every once in a while. A celebrity. To spice it up. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. I was into it. I did, people were shocked. I kind of almost go in my way to tell people I've never seen a, a professional hockey game in my life. Right. Uh, as a Canadian? As you hear that everywhere. Well, oh how my God. dare you? You know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's unpatriotic. And I'm, oh I'm not a, a fan of the tragically hip either. I do enjoy right. the uh, Gordy interviews. Uh, on, uh, what was it? As a man, I like to listen to what he has to say, I, but... I dig that. But uh, as far as a, a sound that gets my feet yeah. moving, it just reminds me of every shitty party I went to in Hamilton in the uh, uh, early yeah. 90s. So, but... I can see that getting reined in, yeah. Have you... Have you noticed that because of, like, Air Force and things like that, that they have an idea of what Canadian humorists are supposed to uh, convey? Is there... If you have power struggles with stereotypical stuff and, and things like oh, that... Oh, now you're backing me into a corner. Oh, I see. No. Okay. Um, no, I, I, think, uh, I think they do. But I have to say, like, I don't have any kind of controlling interest over what happens down at the old franchise and um, so I, I don't really know half of the things that they do or, or try to do I just show up when you know they say oh hey can you make uh, such and such a date and, and uh, you know we're going to do this or that I was like oh, okay sure well, um, at least once a year I'll pull up uh, your Ron James thing oh yeah me oh up. yeah that was fun yeah I have some fun moments from doing the show you have a very kind of Pinocchio-y yeah. kind of thing going <laughs> yeah. on there it's kind of disturbing because yeah. you're not really you're looking I think it's blue screen it's blue it? screened in yeah. and you, there's never a cut to the audience it's just this no. kind of kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, we, uh, I had me shrunk down pretty small for that so that I was looking. And then a, a deliberately large, ridiculous prop microphone to make my hand look small. And it, uh, and it enough, just it so like silly. Every comedy now, backdrop, yeah. it looks yeah, like exactly. those Bollywood sets they used to crank a soda on. That's right. Awful. Awful. Oh, man. You come out with your thing in front of the Taj Mahal yeah. and you're trying to tell fucking Canadian jokes. The gobo gleaming down, rotating slowly and lulling the first row into Awful. some kind of... Lit uh, stupor. Yeah. I, um, I yeah. Don't miss it. I don't miss it. I try. People have asked me to come and do some things here and there in Canadian television, and uh, I just don't. I don't see. There's not a lot of motive, you know. I had my yeah. peak early 2000, I think, For in that. this country. But now you, yeah. you, you've. Uh, I am. Thank you. Makes it sound delicious, huh? Well, yeah, you're still working away. There's six fucking tools here. But it's cool. I can't spit on them because they're all kind of cute. You know? Right. You know what I mean? If it was a, you're still working on this? <laughs> you're still laboring under this assumption? I think they're trying to get a part on my show. I think yeah. that's what these <laughs> fucking bitches say. Keep in mind, there's been about four, four different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. 
Pat, wow. kiss me. Did the, uh, did the previous girl ask if everything was okay? <laughs> I just wanted to come over and lick my neck once. See if it comes again. Nope. Anyway. So now, okay, let me, uh, I know this is your show. People have probably already heard this, but what, what was it like? Uh, how did you enjoy living in, uh, what, Sweden for four years? I uh, just about three. Three years. Yeah, I was yeah. commuting between Los Angeles and uh, Stockholm. Right. I met a girl, and uh, I, was, I was just supposed to get married in August. Wow, it last went, August. It all went to shit in uh, mm. November. No. Oh. So I end up uh, moving uh, more out of there and yeah. normally in California. But it's great. I loved it. Yeah. I really loved it. Just to go out the door and, and just walk around and have, you know, not, not that Hamilton hunch. Right, you're, right. You're kind of like, you might have to, you have to might fight somebody in a drugstore. Yeah, maybe. It's sweet. I was like, I felt weird. I go, oh, what's wrong? I'm relaxed. Right. I mean, I'm, oh, <laughs> You know what I mean? Especially living coming from London, England, right, right. where it, it's just fucking like pirates. You know what I mean? People will steal from you and anything that's not fucking nailed to the ground. Yeah, it's that's gone. It's gone. Or or if you're not very conscious of any valuables around. Like I'd never leave my my bag. Like I'd be under my legs in London. Right. Purse snatchers, fucking pickpockets. Yeah. yeah. It, it is has a very kind of pirate mentality. Yeah. The old workhouses. Ugh. But um, I really enjoyed it. The music scene was fantastic for the kind of music yeah. that I, uh, I enjoy. Um, this is in Sweden now or yeah, back then? Yeah, in okay. Sweden. So that was cool. And, you know, being surrounded with attractive people. Right. And that was most of my work was coming through, like, Denmark and Norway and Finland anyway. Right. Because my visa ex- expired in England. And I was just working around uh, outside of the UK. Oh, okay. But uh, I loved it. I really liked it. Yeah. Even the winters were rough, but they deal with it better. Like most Scandinavian countries, they have a lot of common sense. And yeah. why put up a fuss? Because it's going to happen again next year. And uh, we're, we're going to enjoy it. We're, we're going to go out. Like I had, I went to stay with my uh, my ex's uh, girlfriend, uh, her parents, and her uh, 80-year-old grandmother, who was fucking blind. It's minus, minus 35. She wants to go on a hike. And I'm like, fuck that, I'm standing by the fire. <laughs> you're you're almost a hundred years old, you're fucking blind, and it's it's Armageddon out there. And you wanna go right. for a walk to get some exercise? No, I'll wait till the spring. Uh, it, be, it made me embarrassed on how lazy and lethargic yeah. uh, we can be. Right. Because you, you I remember we were talking about You've done some gigs in Holland and just people on bicycles and yeah, things sure. like that. It just it zooming around all over the place. Healthier uh, yeah. uh, people. You yeah. know what I mean? And it really reflects on the attitude of people. They're yeah. not as cranky. Athletic people are not as miserable. Right. You know? Get some exercise, some oxygen pumping around. That's why, yeah. were, you, were you always relatively health conscious or? No, not really, no. Not not until my uh, not until around my mid twenties. Yeah, I heard like late twenties. I don't know. I might might even carry somebody says that you when you first come into Vancouver, you were living a very different life in the beginning of your uh, at, at the beginning career. of yeah. But that was that was yeah. everybody. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. you mean as far as taking substances in and that yeah. kind of thing. I yeah. remember going over to Chuck Burn. Guardhouse. Oh my God! Yeah. And Talmadge. Sure. And we're all living in that house. Yeah. Uh, uh, what He's was the 28th Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just going, 
this is awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was a fun house. Yeah. We had that porno mag over 40 that was right. just, it would never disappear. It would just kind of show up in front of your feet. And you're just like, oh, and there'd yeah. be like centerfolds of nightmares. Yeah. That was cool, though. That's when you could rent a house in, out in New York. Yeah, what were we getting for that? Like, uh, I think we were paying uh, eleven or 1200 for that place. It's retarded. And there's six of us. Three grand there now. You know? Easily. Oh, yeah. It's it pretty is. funny, though. It was, some, it was some pretty funny times, that's for sure. There was always something going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Always People something going out. on. Always. Every week, some other comic is in town staying in the mm-hmm. spare room, so that always shook it up, you know? <laughs> I love Hilarious. it. I counted. I had, in one year, I had uh, 12 comedians stand on my couch in London. Right. You know, I just know how it is, you know, when you're in a strange country and money's an issue. You know, yeah, yeah. Working out 100 bucks a night for a flea bag. Hotel. Some dive. Yeah, you'll be around some people that you can kind of have a sense of, you know, are familiar with. Yeah, a little connectivity makes it nice. Do you miss uh, being on the road? Sometimes, not everything about it, but uh, sometimes I do, yeah. I get on the road once in a while, but not for very long. Is it, is it like uh, farce related, or do you sometimes you hard kind of solo shows? Or? Sometimes, I do, I do stand-up, which is never acceptable to the air farce people. And uh, outside of that realm, yeah, yeah, it's it's uncomfortable sometimes for some people. Yeah, there's not much I can do about it. It just kind of came yeah. out to be like that, you know. Because the the stuff that I like to do is is way more, which is weird because it's why I got hired for them in the first place. <laughs> but um, it's a little more uh, biting usually than than they uh, like to be. But that's why they brought me in. But then. You know, I don't really contribute anything written anymore, so I just do it's whatever they want. That's typically Canadian. It's like, we want you to be you, but not all of not, you. Not fully spill it out, yeah. It's always that. Yeah. Can you just stand in the back, please? Yeah. <laughs> That's where I was looking for, you know, working with Mark, is that it was never an issue about him trying to mold you into something or, or right. try and censor you or, or tell you how to present yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean... Some of these clubs are people getting banned for swearing, and you know, yeah. in the U.S. and can you can you work clean? And they're like, what happened to this being a fucking bar full of adults? You yeah. know what I mean? Coming to see, yeah, talk. Exactly. How many different kinds of? Yeah, exactly. It, the censorship that is coming into effect constantly yeah. is is mind blowing. It is, and and yeah, the constant. Uh, working of it into the fabric of like even younger kids now they have less tolerance for exploring which is really dangerous and smart for those in control to have gone that way you know to, to sort of get younger people to a point where ah so what who cares you know yeah. that plays into their hand beautifully they don't buy it as they, they're more complacent with a lot of government Things. Now some of them. Then it swings the other. My brother, it's been, it's coming to a bit of a problem. He's completely consumed, and the only thing he wants to talk about in show all these internet videos of exposing, you know, different injustices in, in politics and society and things right. like that. And I'm all for that. But if you're, if you don't have, uh, if you're just holding a mirror up to it, and you don't have any game plan to kind of perpetuate a, 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 a better 
thing, and you're just kind of constantly showing people. It's like somebody putting a diaper in front of your yeah. face over and over again. It just becomes sure. <laughs> yeah. How do you deal with people that are excessively consumed by those? And probably some some people might even think in, in some circles that you're. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. No, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's. It all comes down to me for I just feel better off for knowing as much of the truth as I can find out. Regardless of how dark that is, it still makes it more comfortable for me to know what's really going on as much as possible on, on every one of these levels of control of, of our lives. I just feel, even though I might still be getting screwed around as much as the guy who doesn't know, I just take more comfort in knowing how uh, some of these things work and who some of these people are and, and, and what they're able to end up to like uh, Mr. WikiLeaks yeah trapped in a house in London for three years or Michael Hastings who uh, accidentally crashed with the engine behind his car do you know about Michael Hastings oh you should look at Michael Hastings he's a reporter yeah he took down a big general yeah and he crashed yeah I was in Los Angeles yeah the thing was way behind the car though the transmission you know like the way it happened and again Mercedes is like you know we'll go over that car we'll check it out for you if you want to that's one of our cars no no that's okay we got it so in these two big crashes this one with Michael Hastings and Lady Diana Whereas Mercedes is also going, can, can we take a look at that thing? Is uh, it the same? Not the same car. Like not the same car. kind of car, but no. it's still a Mercedes. And it's still stuff that hasn't really happened to anybody else's Mercedes, except for these hot-button people. Well, oh, I'm going to bring down the military. Oh, I'm going to bring down the armament industry. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you're, you're not going anywhere. How are these investigations stopped? Isn't there enough, enough people leaning in that direction to kind of expose something? Well, when, you're, when, you're, when your family's under a threat, though, when your family is under some kind of a threat, um, again, that's what I said to you before about being a father. Maybe, you're, maybe you push it a little harder. Yeah. Be a little more fuck you if it's just you out there with a, you know. They can get a hostile on you for yeah, a weekend, torture you. Yeah, go ahead. Take your best shot. Yeah. But if it's like, I'm going to take your kid out of your house, oh. and I'm going to, you know. Oh, yeah. If that happens, that, now you're a whole different bag of cheese, right? Like, you're just, that's not the same stance. It's hard to imagine what that would be like and putting those different hats on in that situation. So, uh, and nobody would want to do that. <clears throat> Obviously, people have, but, you know, that's not where you want to be. Yeah. By drug cartels. When it's not about you anymore. You know? 99% of the people, I would assume, are family-type people. Yeah, most people are. I got nothing to lose, do I? Yeah. Is there somebody I should talk to? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's at a mum, eh, right? Hey, hey. You had a mum at one point, right? Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Well, when's the... Uh, sure, she's gone now, but you had one once. <laughs> you wouldn't be here with her. Sorry. Yep. Okay. A lot of... I, like, there's more than one episode. I know it's the anniversary of uh, uh, Kennedy. Of, yeah. Assassination. Kennedy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, of that one, yeah. How many times can you approach that before you're, you're just banging your head against the wall? Well, you know what? Uh, I've been looking into it a little bit this year because it's been the 50th anniversary and on my show. Any I, new reveals? I or? focused on it. Well, yeah, there was this one guy who, I mean, you know, a lot of guys had some interesting things to say and they've written some pretty cool books. Um, but, 
you know, like Jesse Ventura wrote another book based on the 63 reasons. Why 63? Because even if you knock down a couple of them, you still got 61 to go. That's a body venture. Right yeah, there. that's why. He has his own language. Sure, go ahead, handle that. He is <laughs> uh, a great... Uh, why don't you work your way down through all the 50s and the 40s and the 30s and I'll meet you halfway. You know, okay, okay, I get it. There's a lot of reasons. I could have called it 163 reasons if I wanted to. Um, How does somebody like that finance his thing? Well, that's what he just likes to find out. But he was 12 years old, so the Kennedy uh, murder affected him personally. You know, at a, at a level, you're very impressionable. 12 years old, that's yeah, like, boom, his, that's the huge. The local newspapers, his yeah. grandmother had a box of newspapers. Yeah. So that's, old press stuff that was yeah. in great shape. I don't know. It's, it's such a... I don't, have we ever seen anything like that in Canada? No. Will anybody ever give a shit enough to... No. Shoot some bilingual politician? No, I don't think so. What is it? They throw pies here. We what would they do? We throw pies. We would throw pies. There would be a, a pie, uh, a pieing out. I guess you could say. Yeah. A, a flag football game could be something of that nature, but uh, then you wouldn't be able to watch it. Not for taking in any sports I observances. Think maybe like hand instead of like a, like a. Public hanging, you just have you're just handcuffed to like BJ Woodbury for a weekend with nothing but a loaded gun and a bottle of whiskey in the hotel room. There should uh, be some sort of psychological. Well, you, every amateur comic has gone through that at some point, right? It's scary between the period of 1985 and 2005 or six. I had I was doing a road gig with him, I think it was in Windsor or something, and. I said, uh, he's riding this, driving this little red convertible, and when he sat in it, it looked like he was literally sitting in the middle of the car. Right, right. Like his elbows could go on either he's, side of the he's car. He's a, a pretty good sized fellow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I said, BJ, can I stand up at the back here and take a piss? He goes, I'll stomp on the fucking brake and snap your spine on the windshield. Oh, how ugly. There's no gray area. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, he, he, without a, a breath. He, and you'll do that if I have to do something as natural as answer nature's call. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. That is it. You miss the lunatics because you've been dealing with professional. Oh, people. lunatics! Oh, yeah. You've been dealing with proper business type people. Now wait a minute. Who do you think you're talking to here? <laughs> no, but I mean. Under the umbrella of the CBC, oh. you're dealing with it's not you're not doing uh, Windsor with X. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I do. Yeah, sure. Is it? I don't. Yeah, I'm so. Yeah. I've been. I've never been a part of that world. Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's a completely separate venture. You know, it's not like uh, you're in the states and uh, you know you're on Saturday Night Live and then all of a sudden Will Forte's in Cleveland. It's not like that. Uh, okay. By the time I get over to where that is, maybe there's two people that know. And that's just, you know, happenstance, not because they were aware of it. But then it, again, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't tend to go very well, the stand-up. I'm sort of at this fork in the road where, because I'm on the show, there's like a happier family com sort of avenue of thought, politically and uh, sarcastically and, and punnily. That, that doesn't really embody how I like to go when I'm on my well, own. Well, I think something I observed in, in Vegas was Roseanne. 
Okay. You know, going Frozen from a, a sitcom, very kind of traditional, uh, yeah. uh, fam- you know, legendary sure. show, and then watching her, her stand-up, it's perfect, it's very politically charged. A lot of, you know, this is what I think about this, very polished, and uh, and people must go, oh, we're going to go see Roseanne. Oh, my God, Roseanne. Yeah. And she's dropping some knowledge on them. Right. You can see them, their head, they have to kind of change gears. <laughs> right. Like, huh? Where's, right. where's John Goodman? Yeah. I right. thought you guys were going to do scenes from the Where's the show? other daughter who's a different yeah. actor? Yeah. Yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. Oh, Did you run cool. into that? Because I had similar yeah. situation with doing the pop stars thing and then people would come and see right. expecting the silly and I'm talking yeah. about fucking you know having to suck off my father for right. smoking right it really puts a damper on their, uh, their night, night out with their family yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because you yeah. do see that head I've, turn I've had that I've had that uh, problem with, with folks yeah I didn't think you were going to be that, you know. Yeah. That was really rude. I mean, some of it. Oh, yeah. And they don't it's not know. How I, and they, you know, they see you on TV and you're all edited and sanitized and Just hand them some tickets and go, here's some, here's some passes yeah. to the next Jason Rouse show. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, come back to me and go, how will feel? They'll be hugging you. <laughs> Jason will be, he'll get you through this hump. I love seeing sometimes, because they, they obviously the comments on the show are in the know. Yeah. And, um... They'll go on in, in the, the opening act or whatever. Ooh, ooh, they'll go, oh, and then the IMC's just like, really? Because uh, you put it, the next guy, if you're not thinking this, you're fucked. Right, on, this. on the next guy, it's, yeah. It's not really going to be a, a lot of pandering to your uh, uh, yeah, morals. Your <laughs> mindset. If anything, it's going to exasperate the. Did I say it right again? No. You. <laughs> <laughs> exasperate? Expopulate. No, it's exacerbate. But you've always been a, a wordsmith uh, guy. Sorry, uh, I reader. don't know. Smith might be a little heavy, I guess. I don't have a shop that I tinker in. Yeah, you, I mean, you I did. pronunciation on certain uh, yeah. uh, languages and things yeah. like that. So, well, just the one I used. <laughs> Not like you put me in some kind of professor. Yes, yeah, so your various Ooh, pronunciations of your languages. I went I'll get to, that. Hang on a second. Boys vocational school. Oh, okay. So was that it, Hamilton? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. all basic level shit. Yeah. So, uh, at dinner table, there was never discussions about oh, politics anything. or anything. No. You know, what it were was, you talking about? You strike it through not getting a beating at the table. <laughs> well, I stuffed this craft dinner and pork chop down the front of my face. Oh, cool. Um, so, there was that. And we were talking about uh, also earlier about living in Sweden. There was, there was a lot of heavy politically uh, interesting conversations at the dinner table constantly. Well, they always had a, I mean, not always, but they, they had an assassinated prime minister, you know? That was something. Recently? Well, it'll always feel that way. <laughs> um, Olaf Palme. Uh, 86, maybe? And they still have a royal family, too. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah, that but is. They seem not to be troublemakers. Well, you don't want to be. You don't want to be. No, just sit on your money. Troublemaker. Your mouth. Yeah, yeah. You just uh, let's let them. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll put out some calendars. You know, a few different kinds of dogs walking I, around. I'll be okay with it. You had. I don't know. if You must remember the bit about you talking about the royal family. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Jughead. Uh, <laughs> the whole run I went on to yeah, describe what, and then the birthing of the royals. Yeah. The yeah. Oh man. I don't know if I can do that bit. I haven't done it in a long time. 
Um, I love it. But, but but it was basically uh, when you finally realize that you know she's from a different time, a different place, and uh, yeah, that really they're all the same. You know, there's no winner or loser here. Well, actually, there's just losers, and we're the ones that are the losers if we stay behind these royal figures and support the you know whatever, thing, whatever that is. Aliens are gonna laugh at us for. What do you if you had to pick top five things? Well, top five things for aliens is what would they laugh at us for? And regardless whether or not they exist or not, some extraordinary okay. being looking in the fishbowl. Okay. What would be five top things that you think that they're gonna go really? Okay, well, number one, number one would be that they are already here, already functioning at various capacities, sort of buffeting things along in a certain direction. That would be, that we don't know that, or, okay. that, or that most people would say bullshit to that, there's sure. no way that's happening, I don't think so. That would be the funniest thing for them. That oh, we sure. don't even know, that we don't even realize, you know, that we're being led along and set up, that, that we haven't figured it out, really. That some people have, sure. but, but as an overall consciousness of, of people that they're supposedly undermining, they're able to do it with the greatest ease, and that would be something that I would find that they, that they might uh, have a giggle over, you know, just being able to pull that off. Yeah. That is the best Wizard of Oz I mean, shit. We're right in, I was right in his face with the whole thing. Yeah, 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 And they still think, oh, bullshit aliens, you know. Like you know, Patrick like, Swayze and Ghost trying yeah. to do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Running through. That's the number one thing. And that's, that's such a powerful thing. I don't think I need two through five. But we'll okay. try anyway. But two through five, what would be the next, uh, uh, the most uh, uh, stunning thing? Just that, yeah, just that we haven't figured. This is kind of the same answer, but just that we haven't figured more stuff out about what the agenda is. Like, let's keep on putting in unbelievable chemicals in the feed of the animal that these guys eat for food. Okay, let's keep doing it, and then they get away with it, and then you can't even protect yourself as a state or a country because the corporations have more power now in the courts and the way the systems are than they than they used to, you know, and so... devices that poison the planet. Yeah. Nuclear. Nuclear devices, food devices, you know, Monsanto uh, one-season countdown Terminator seeds, these kind of things. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, man. And, and, and all the kitchens. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's too many fucking cooks in the back yeah, of the restaurant. Sure. Absolutely. So, and, uh... Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, there, there's no that's two. Yeah, we're still looking for three, four, and five. Okay, that, that one wasn't really funny. The first one's funny. That'll can you believe these guys haven't been able to finish? Oh, they're rolling on the floor. Just exactly. That's the biggest thing. Number two is like, how long is it going to take? You know, everybody has a different timeline of how how long is it going to take before there's some kind of acceptance in in the majority that. Uh, that they're here, that they're, that they're here and they're doing things, and um, I guess it would be greatly welcomed if they could do something like some kind of forceful intervention into a mess like Fukushima, Japan, and yeah, just yeah, nullify yeah. the whole yeah, 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 yeah. disaster you know, a that's like waiting to happen. Remover. Pull that piece yeah. off and put it just patches. We know how to deal with this. Yeah, yeah. The, you know the kind of knowledge we have to wing it in, in and around, back and forth in the universe is at uh, beyond hyperlight speed. Sure, we know a couple other tricks too, including 
how to clean hey how to clean up nuclear contamination you yeah. know what I mean like some in kind increments. of space based squeegee sort of cloth like uh, you know one of those kind of guys but like a Swiffer for the planet yeah something like that and they get, they've got a way sure let's you know let's hear about that I'm all ears I would definitely I think there should be an intervention I don't think we're capable of taking care of ourselves that is not uh, any kind of thing to br- brag about down there in uh, Fukushima oh my god the uh, decision by mankind to put these horrendous instruments of death and disease for millennia and build them on uh, a volcanic fault line like they do in uh, the states in the San Andreas Fault is a plant there and, they, and the way they do in uh, you know the way they did in Japan it's all the whole country's on a volcanic ridge like what would you, what would you ever be thinking to go, this is the way we're going to have to go. And it's this. not like these 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 things are, are, are been put in like 200 years ago, and now no. they're just discovering the science was already no, in place. Exactly. So this is the amazing hot, thing. cold. It's so, simple as that. So how long has it been there? Like 40, 50 years? So you came up with the plan. This was the big thing after the war. It was like, hey, we can run everything by doing this. And now look at the mess there. Like it's just, it's unbelievable what's going on with uh, Fukushima. That's that's the big story number one. So hopefully they're good to help us out with that if they're here. That would be the thing I would okay. put at the top of my list. First aid with, with for this mother Earth. Is there any way you guys? We a lot of stuff to sort out. Clearly we're not as bright as you, but could you help us right now? Let's yeah. get this done, and then we can talk about stuff. You know? So that would be uh, maybe three and a half or four. Yeah, and. Um, it would be interesting to see how, how they um, sustain themselves, what kind of, uh, what, what level of uh, food intake or nutritional intake they require and therefore uh, subsist on. You know, the way we have places like this, and yeah, 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 you know, so what are they, uh, they're obviously better than us absorbing in a lot of ways, so how are they doing that nutritionally, you know, how much? What kind of information could you pick up from that? So, so those would be my five main interests. I guess. Well, I like to see uh, those come to light on some level. Yeah, you know, if before they throw me in the ground tonight, it'd be good. That would be awesome. Get it, get it right out of the way. I could use I could use the uh, the press, obviously. <laughs> if it happened right now with this as a setup, oh. they analyzed oh. the, the the disc later. And yeah, like, no, 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 they didn't. No. They didn't edit this in. This is no. all real time. We would be we'd be uh, aliens. We they would yeah. throw us in prison. And that would be the end of that. Yeah. But uh, but thanks for coming on the show, Alan. Hey, thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate it, and always good to see you. Good you always see you. Me fucking smile and uh, I, and have a great holiday. I will do that. Thanks you and uh, best to you and yours as well. Cool man. Happy Merry Happy. Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't ask if you're hurting me. And if you hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose?